Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by City Index. You shouldn't have to pay a premium for the most exciting market opportunities. Start trading the biggest companies for less with City Index's commission-free U.S. share CFDs. Go long or short with $0 commission on Apple, Amazon, and our full range of U.S. markets, both in and out of hours. Visit cityindex.com to try a risk-free demo account today. City Index, invested in your success. All trading involves risk. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello on this Friday afternoon. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets and startups. And I'm Nadine Blaney here with Kyle Rada. Good afternoon and good Friday. Good Friday, not for the market, uh, coming under a lot of pressure. So that enthusiasm after that U.S. inflation report faded clearly on Wall Street through the overnight period, really setting us up for some negativity. And uh, Kyle, pretty broad-based losses across the market. Yeah, just looking across the sectors now, really energy, the only high. We had a bit of a pop in the oil price last night. We had the uh, International Energy Agency uh, forecasting stronger demand. So there you go. There's the uh, the outlier. But otherwise, every other sector is finishing in negative territory. And we had a bit of a pop in bond yields. So you can kind of see those interest rates in sensitive areas of the market really weighing the most of all. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of data that we had here locally, not much. Mm-mm. Not much at all today. It was pretty quiet. Um, now, we do... We do not really have anything big on the horizon tonight either. Yeah, the only thing that I'm looking at is the... Well, I mean, we've got UK GDP, but we've also got that University of Michigan sentiment uh, uh, reading. So, sentiment. that'll be yep. interesting. And it'll also be interesting because of the inflation expectations element. Um, there was that kind of extraordinary point made a couple of meetings ago from Jay Powell, from the Fed, that uh, what had caught his eye was uh, a lift in inflation expectations in that gauge. So, that'll be important. But uh, we'll see if it marries up with the, the other data this week that shows potentially a peak in inflation. Well, you know, inflation expectations are front of mind for central banks right around the world. That includes our own central bank. And we'll get a bit of a look into what their thinking was at the last meeting next week when on Tuesday we get the minutes released. So we'll be looking for any sort of debate as to whether they considered even, you know, going 75 or, yeah, what? what? What their thinking was on the likely path of interest rate hikes going forward. Um, but before I get sort of ahead to next week, let's still focus in on some of the, yeah, the news flow today. And a lot of it was around, once again, reporting season. So we had IAG. We had... Um, ResMed, we had Baby Bunting, we had Avita Medical. Look, we spoke with a lot of CEOs today. Insurance Australia Group, out of that aforementioned group, was the only one trading in positive territory. There's a fun fact for your Friday there, Kyle. Boom. ResMed, um, really strong results coming through. Uh, I spoke with McFarrell, who's the MD of ResMed, earlier today, and he's very positive on the outlook going forward, Kyle, because it, there is what he calls a humanitarian crisis in terms of the whole CPAP shortage that's going on. 
Yeah, right. I mean, strong language, but I guess it does keep people alive, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a crucial crucial piece of equipment for those afflicted by sleep apnea. But I really liked that interview, actually. I thought he sold a really strong message on what the business is and where it's going and what it wants to do and how it wants to, to identify itself. And I love it. I think a, a lot of the talk, and I think Onan and Gags did the, the chat with Andy Penn yesterday, but when a CEO comes out and sort of paints a picture of where they're going and really... I guess, makes it compelling and salable and all that kind of stuff. I thought that interview was really good today. Why? Thank you. He, he's good talent. He enjoys speaking with Ausbiz. I must Why say, wouldn't a little you? bit of a plug there. Yes. But um, look, he, to your point, wants to, yes, sleep apnea, CPAP machines, bread and butter. But, you know, obviously that's moving to the cloud. That's bringing in digital. It's made a couple of acquisitions that will take it to what he calls a sleep health company. So I was thinking about it. You know, if you think about the total addressable market about of people who just don't sleep well, who have trouble sleeping, who have interrupted sleep, who are tired because of it. I mean, like, or even just sleep at all. Put up your hand, like everybody in the world, put up your hand, right? Massive Tam. Anyways, uh, before we get too deep into it, it was the stock of the day today, and we spoke with June Lu from Tribeca Investment Partners and Michael Gable from Fairmont Equities. Let's listen in. I thought the result was fantastic. Obviously, stock has rallied hard into the result. That means the expectations was very high, but yeah. still they managed to meet the expectations. So great result. And the outlook, if anything, it has been actually really, really bullish. They don't expect the key competitor, Philips, to come back to the market for the, at least next 12 months because of some of the regulatory issues. And that's actually better than expectations. Right. Um, most people expect six months they will be back. And they, they actually literally say they just couldn't keep up with the demand. They're just selling everything they, um, right. they, they've got in the backlog. Uh, in terms of demand is massive. And then they are expected to increase their production quarter on quarter over the next many quarters. So, and you know that, that the consensus number is way too low. Um, just on the result itself, we expect probably 2% upgrade. Um, and then overall the next year, we should see a bit more upgrade coming okay. through. Uh, Gray stock, you know, it was down five and a half percent initially when it opened. Um, everyone should be buying at that price. So despite that capitulation in the markets that, that I spoke about a few moments ago, um, ResMed just kept powering ahead. So that right. just showed a lot of good buying support. And that initial dip this morning um, on a result that, okay, didn't you know, knock it out of the park in terms of expectations. They, they were merely sort of met. I mean, that's, that's good enough in this market. So as, as Jim Bay said, it was down 5% this morning, but it's already recovering. So again, we're seeing that buying step in. Right. So very positive sign for the stock. And, and I think it will just continue to meander high from here. So... That's a buy. It will be put in front of our investment committee once again. I feel like there's an inception joke in here somewhere, but I just don't know where it is. (laughs) How do you sleep, Kyle? Uh, On a big pile of money. Um, (laughs) No, joking. I I kid. I kid. I haven't been sleeping that well lately. But anyways... We'll save that for after the show. I digress. Yeah, As she we'll says, with a, a single tear out. falling out of her eye. Especially once I get a wine in my hand at uh, the last call. Don't forget the last call. You can watch it online. Catch up with it. We wrap the week. We we talk about what's to come on both equities and uh, the macro front mm. as well. Um, look, it was a, a week here locally, really dominated by earnings overseas, very much dominated by that inflation report. I mean, are we any wiser about whether we will see recession in the U.S. I mean, I think that's pretty much a foregone conclusion. We had Matt Common here this week warning that we could see recession in Australia, Mm. that the chance of that is not zero. He wouldn't say whether it was above 50% below, but anyways. Um, What do you want to learn from all the data out next week, which I must say includes this new 
monthly consumer price index indicator from the ABS. How exciting. Yeah, I had a little joke. Um, let me plug my Twitter again uh, a few weeks ago where I think that we should throw as much money as necessary at the ABS to be able to get this um, inflation data monthly and any resulting inflation from all that spending will be offset by the fact that the RBA will have more timely data to be able to control inflation. So I think it's a fantastic investment <laughs> in not only in monetary policy and the economy, um, but... Uh, you know, that'll be interesting. Uh, what else have we really got? I mean, I think... We've got the minutes. Uh, we do have jobs yeah. next week. Yeah, labor market data will be interesting. Wage price index. Yeah, wage that's, price that's index. That's the one that I was talking to uh, a lot of guests on the big picture this week about Sarah Hunter today too. She thinks that it could potentially underwhelm just because of how lagged these things come mm-hmm. through because of collective bargaining agreements and, and some of those institutional elements. Um, and then also the Fed speak. The Fed speak, yep. we're still getting those uh, um, speakers starting to come out after the last meeting in the last blackout period a couple of weeks ago. And the speculation, obviously, is that we're going to shift back towards 50, 75 still on the table. We have a lot of data between here and then, and even I think Jackson Hole as well before yeah. we get to the next meeting. So, um, yeah. We get FOMC minutes next week too, so yeah, we'll see the debate. Uh, also at the US um, Open Markets Committee about, you know, where, what level is correct and where it's headed from here. Mm. Um, other than that, though, it's going to be a really, really big week in terms of earnings. We've got um, GPT, uh, JB Hi-Fi, I should say, Bendigo and Adelaide with BHP. We'll be speaking with the CFO on Tuesday. Oh, boy, we've got Seek, Seven West, Goodman, Sims. We've got you know, uh, CSL, we have Brambles. I know, I know, I could go on, but there's big companies. I mean, this is sort of really getting into peak earnings season and that includes Cochlear, you know, to end the week, uh, corporate travel management in Stockland as well. So it's going to be just full of information, you know, as to where corporates are are headed. One thing I wish I would have asked Mick Farrell, everything I do is not perfect. (laughs) I know it's a surprise, (laughs) but um, he had said that they had increased prices to you know, get their margins and maintain margins as they deal with inflation, and he also said that they've been putting surcharges, um, you know, getting surcharges for some of their customers to help uh, offset the rising cost of fuel and freight and all that kind of stuff. So that that's something that I've got to remember to really push with CEOs next yeah, week. You know, margins, margins, margins. If margins. you've increased your margins, do you think you'll still be able to going forward? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, really important. Huge. Um, do you have a big weekend on? Oh, no. I had a migraine yesterday, so I'm going to sleep it off. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I could have given you some love yesterday. Oh, no. It happened last night. Oh. I'm fine now. I was a little bit dazed. So, if anyone was watching today, I'm just like, is that guy okay? <laughs> I, I was not <laughs> okay. I was not okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. No, well, why so don't I'm we just wrap gonna, this up then? I'm going to yeah, rest up. Have a restful weekend. No, I'm very, very good. Yeah. But uh, we'll have a restful weekend. It's going to be lovely. Take care and of your sleep health. Or, exactly. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>